Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. There's a meet cute in this story? There's actually a meet cute. It's much later. Um, <laughs> oh, yay. You know, like, just imagine a meet cute that smells like pee. So I recently got back from a trip to Japan, and there are so many beautiful aspects to Japanese culture, from the incredible food to the history, the the artistry and attention to detail and every aspect of life. But the thing that I found most surprising and satisfying was the public transportation. Now, the subway stations, first of all, have amazing gourmet food. I mean, Subway Sushi in Japan is better than most four-star sushi restaurants here in LA. And the stations and the trains are pristine. They are sparkling. There's not a piece of trash in sight. And then once you're on the subway, it's silent. No one is talking on their phone. No one is talking, period. Even when you're crammed in there like sardines, all you hear is the Nintendo-esque jingles that play to indicate that the doors are closing and the train is leaving. is beautiful. It's kind of different than our public train system here in the United States. I mean, I live in Los Angeles, so I can't even really talk. I mean, our subway uh, is not even a subway. It's above ground. And it basically just takes you downtown if that's where you want to go. So I'm not exactly an expert, but... 
Enter my friend Corbett Pascoe. Corbett is an actor, writer, and professional swearer who you may know as the unofficial Gen X representative on TikTok. She also has a lot of experience with the CTA, also known as the Chicago Transit Authority, and she's got the stories to prove it. I'm Will Mind the Gap McFadden, and this is Hashtag Storytime, brought to you by iHeartRadio. So I was working downtown in the Loop in Chicago, and um, I, you know, I took public transit to get there because um, right. that's I have now relocated to California in the last year. Welcome. And I still don't. Thank you very yeah. much. I still don't drive. Um, <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, L.A. is notorious for like you drive to the neighbor's house. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's worse. I'm I'm uh, in Sacramento, so the, I mean, there's nothing. There's right. there's. It looks, people look at you funny when you're walking. So I have a car. I just, I uh, don't drive it well. Yeah. So my husband does that. But anyway, uh, so taking public to get to work. Um, and I'm coming home on, uh, on the, on the Brown line, which kind of, you know, goes around the loop mm-hmm. and there are several passengers that are going to transfer at any point. So it is a crowded train, uh, at rush hour coming home. Yeah. So I realized this is about 96 or seven. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm young and I'm, you know, in my little professional day job before going to my little theater evening uh, career. And, um, <laughs> and everyone's packing on and there is a woman in a, in a dirty um, uh, coat, a um, winter coat. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and she, and she's shuffling along and she seems elderly and I'm trying to see if she needs any assistance, but she seems to have it under control. She's got a, a luggage cart um, that has a giant Hinkley and Schmidt type water bottle, like the big old, office bottles that's okay. empty except for some change at the bottom and she's got that strapped to her luggage part cart and she's wheeling it on sort of like it's a like, five gallon sparklet style yes, thing okay exactly and i'm like okay she seems she, all right i think she's got it so okay so she gets on the train we all get on the train now there's a button that was uh at that time more recently installed on the train where you can push it to talk to the conductor but it also goes to the entire train okay okay just megaphone button that's mm-hmm. seems like that wasn't well thought out no, it was a it was a bad choice. It was a that that really just should go right to the conductor. <laughs> Maybe skip everybody else yeah. in between. And I think she she knew somehow. She knew exactly where she was going. So she got onto the train and we're all packed in like sardines. And this tiny woman just leans into the button and goes, and I'm please know I am not exaggerating this voice, because this is what the entire train heard. At last. Christ is dead and Satan can rule. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and the entire train just looks at each other like, "Oh, fa! <laughs> oh no!" <laughs> so now you're trying to do the thing where you're like, "Do I pretend she's invisible, yeah. or do I do I ask some questions? Do I just keep my head down?" So I'm I'm like, "This is okay. before you know ear earbuds, yep. you know." You could no phone I can stare at. Yeah, exactly. You just Mm-mm. have to stare at your shoes or like awkwardly make brisk eye contact with your with your neighbors. Yep. And just like maybe a, as a plea for help. And they're like, book, I can't help you. Maybe anything just really lean into a book or a magazine. Right? If you can reach it, because I'm standing at this point. I'm like, I can't get to that. Okay. Yeah. And I can see her in the reflection of the of the train door in between cars. So I'm holding onto the pole and I can see her just, just behind my arm. And then out of the corner of my vision, I see her hand and I look down and she is reaching for like a, a Funyuns bag uh, uh-huh. that had fallen to the ground and her and her fingers are just like kind of witchily <laughs> reaching yeah, yeah. for it. And I'm just going to let her be right. I'm just like, 
Yeah. Okay. Not gonna. And then she stands up and she's like, fine, don't help me, you fuck. And I was like, to do what? And then she proceeds to sing a song about what a whore I am to the entire train. Um, I'm like, but I didn't. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we're all just, and I'm, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm checking her reflection to see if like, is she going to jump up and latch onto my arm? Like right. in a, in a bite hold, should I, rip, you know, like <laughs> just looking like, all right. And then she, uh, the the historic event uh, was the Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Right. Okay. This was like early internet. When I remember working in this office, as people are reading the report and thinking, I shouldn't know any of this. Yeah, why, why is <laughs> why this do I public? I, I shouldn't. None of us should know this. Totally, this why? feels like we're we're going down a bad path here. Right. And too much here we information. Here we are in twenty twenty two. No. Um, so all that was very much on the public consciousness, including our friend here who, uh, decided to educate all of us and say, <laughs> do you know why the bitch squealed? And I'm not, again, that was her actual like Broomhilda esque, um, or witch hazel esque. Right. <laughs> if you want to go Looney Tunes about it. Ooh. I'm picturing that she was like on her way to a production of into the woods. You'd think, you know, right? Just in full if, costume and makeup, hair, and right. in character on the oh, way yes. to, you know, to like the premiere of Into the Woods, which I feel like what is just coming out at that time. Yes, <laughs> singing children will listen in her puppy coat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, of course, no one's like, no, why did they? Why I don't know why. And she finally said, because Clinton was a lousy fuck. And that's why the bitch squealed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, if this woman had a, a TikTok account now, I feel like she would, she'd be crushing it. She absolutely would. She'd have sponsors. She'd be like trying on those magnetic pair glasses <laughs> on I'm your getting feet. a lot of those ads right now. Yes, same. <laughs> and some like, of them like, I know that person. <laughs> she'd be like, you know, this disco stick eye rolling, that's the one I get a lot. I guess that's what I need in my life is like men's men's under eye. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, it's cool if you're a bro and you like you need a little under eye care. Like, that's, it's all right, that's, man. Yeah, we're gonna call it a disco stick so yeah, you don't feel chill, emasculated. Dude. Exactly. Just, just I keep this disco stick in my truck and then like, <laughs> you know, store right under my my naked lady mud flaps. It's right. Totally, totally awesome. When I'm going hunting, like before a hunt, I always just like right? touch up my under eye. <laughs> I don't need the dudes thinking I didn't sleep well last night. Like a bro should. Right. Right? Chill though. So she got off at Sedgwick, uh, which she called Hell's Maker. Uh, <laughs> she said, ah, Hell's Maker. And then got off and then spat upon the train as it pulled away. <laughs> oh, my God. She is just, she is at a 10 at all times. Every all the time. Like. There's no, there's no relaxation. That woman does not. So aggressive in every decision she's making. Hell's maker. It's Fuck like you train. I, I, I recently saw, um, I went to the Cinespia, which is like in the cemetery movie thing in Los Angeles. And we mm. saw, we watched Showgirls and, <laughs> yes. and Elizabeth Berkeley's performance in Showgirls is she is so aggressive in every move that she does. Everything. She does. It's so aggressive, and I feel like this woman is at the same level. Maybe yes. it was Elizabeth Berkeley. She was studying for a role in Into the Woods. You know what? That that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, that very well could be. I mean, <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley is like dancing at you 
Right. And this woman is kind of living at you. Yeah, exactly. Um, spitting at you. Spitting at you also. Not the first time I've been spit at uh, either <laughs> in the city. Just, just charming. Just so charming. Um, I mean, I was like, is this is this payback for when I was uh, the obnoxious art school kid who was singing harmonies of my original song with my friends on the train on the way home when yes, I was 15? Yes, absolutely. This is karmic retribution. It is. <laughs> Fuck you for making us listen to that. Here's this lady. <laughs> so... Now, aside from, you know, her, the dude uh, also telling me that I could talk all day because my lady bits probably didn't smell good either. Um, Or the preacher lady who uh, told everyone that she was not going to shut up because she was personally Gabriel's horn. Also great. Yes. Uh Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The CTA also did, however, give me uh, uh, my husband. Um, Oh. That is where I met my husband on the disgusting red line. (laughs) Oh, there's a meat cute in this story. There's actually a meat cute. It's much later. Um, <laughs> oh, yay! You know, like just imagine a meat cute that smells like pee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, yeah. some of them has, do. That happens sometimes. There's this, yeah. Has a bottle of night train rolling around on it <laughs> when you didn't think anyone sold that anymore, and yet here it is, <laughs> empty at six a.m. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I had passed him one other time. Um, uh, this Starbucks line, there was a good morning, good morning. It was, again, it was early 2000s. It was exciting to have a Starbucks open up in your neighborhood. You were like, oh, I can have coffee. Frappuccino. Oh my God. Ooh. (laughs) Like a vanilla soy latte. Gross past me. (laughs) Shut up and drink your coffee. (laughs) Cause before this, my favorite coffee shop was, you know, one you could smoke in and, uh, a very, uh, wonderful, bitter, old man would pour me regular decaf and that's all he had. Yeah. It's Joe, Joe's coffee shop, cup of Joe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, and snacks that he bought at the jewel that right. day. <laughs> I have cake today. Yeah. Thank you, Don. Um, uh, upselling. <laughs> Don's coffee club. Amazing place. But, uh, so there was a good morning, good morning. And my thought was like, there's a cute boy in my neighborhood. Yeah. It's neat. Um, <laughs> that was pretty much the last I thought of that. And, uh, and so I got on the train and I'm I'm reading my book. See, this time I'm prepared. I now have a book to shove yes. my face into. Right, right, right. Just in case. <laughs> uh, and I and I look up and I and I see the cute guy, and and we're doing the we're um, I know it's a podcast, so I have to figure out a, an audio way to, <laughs> to do the looking up and smirking and looking down, right? And looking up and you know, <laughs> trying not to be a complete asshole about it. Right. But, you know, you're looking up and blinking. It's cute. Yeah. Um, and he. No, that was the second time. Okay, so no. So we're doing the we're doing the googly eye thing. And mm-hmm. I had a transfer at Belmont. Um, I knocked into a guy on my way out because I was looking at him. Uh, so that was super smooth. Um, I felt real <laughs> good about that. I was like, hey, oh. bam. Good job. Okay. So uh, and then I started doing I used to do um, my makeup on the train. I was one of those people uh, <laughs> that I learned later was a type of person that people did not like. <laughs> And with the harmonizing and oh god i mean what a dick <laughs> like, just let me ride the train lady why um but i mean i'm full eyeliner like i'm, I'm i got a whole like i got a whole thing going like i mean know. that's impressive though eyeliner on there's a lot of movement on a train you know i know i know i could skill. also sleep until i dreamt and not miss my stop i mean i, I wow. had this down i'm a wow. pro however if i stare out the window too long totally miss my stop and i'm gonna be late but you know <laughs> I could do a full face of makeup and have a cat nap. Yeah. Wow. I just can't normal people. 
Right, right, right. Um, so I knock into a guy on my way out. I start doing my makeup at home. Okay. Just in case I run into cute guy again. Yeah. Um, and it's right. You know, I can't, can't be caught off guard. I, uh, I did see him again a couple weeks later. It, it was a little while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this time we're both standing and he will not look at me. Like oh. he refuses. He's looking down. He's avoiding me at all costs. Yeah. And so my brain just starts to pick him apart. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fine. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I need you with your two arms in your hair. Don't yeah. care about your, your face. Your shoes, your regular fine. shoes. And just regular normal people's shoes. Yeah. I don't know why you thought you were special. Because mm-hmm. you're not. So yeah. whatever. So don't um, look at me. Fine. D- fine. In fact, I'm going to be upset if you do. Yeah. I'd Let me check. Didn't look at me ever again. I would prefer it if we never made eyes at each other. <laughs> and I would tell you that, but I'm not going to speak to you. <laughs> so I start to get off at Belmont again because fuck mm-hmm. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my brain actually started to yell at me. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, you dumb bitch. I don't know if you have noticed, uh, but that whatever that was that happened back there, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. Right. It doesn't happen. This train is disgusting. And <laughs> that awesome thing happened to you. And yeah. don't leave. So I let the crowd push me into him and I put my bag down on his foot. Um, it's like, I just gasped oh, I- a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of the ballsiest things I've ever done. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Did I crush your toe a little bit? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my, my fault. Anvil, I keep mm, in my bag. I'm so. My bad. <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, we start talking because I've made us talk now. And yeah. I was terrified that if we started talking, it would ruin everything. Um, you know, you would start talking about hunting and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're like, well, um, my name's Herman. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, well, okay. Where did that? Or, or he would be like, you know, uh, Jesus is dead. And just... to... <laughs> right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. It's you. <laughs> just pulls off the mask. I knew it. You uh, slut. <laughs> right. Fuck. Oh, How did you get the long con? Wow. Also, she's good. So you're very good at masks. Um, how did you get taller? <laughs> Platform. <laughs> Stilts, you whore. Um, <laughs> Give me them funions, damn it. <laughs> Oh, it was all oh. for the Funyuns. Jesus, here. Take um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and he was he was reading uh, Twelfth Night, uh, which, oh. you know, and I was in a show with a guy, the guy who played my husband in that show was also, he's like, well, I'm auditioning for it. I'm like, so is this guy I'm in a show with. And they wound up in it together. And, you know, he lived around the corner and he worked where I used to. And, well, in the building where I used mm-hmm. to. Um, was he a Malvolio or was... <laughs> Uh, he was, uh, no, that was Midsummer when he was EGS. Who, uh, he was, a, oh my God. Um, oh no, it's Sir Lord EGS, isn't it? Nope. That's still. EG, that's, EGS is in, uh, Midsummer. That's Midsummer. No, yeah. he was in Midsummer. He was EGS and he was Lion. Uh, <laughs> I also played Snug the Joiner. Fantastic. Of course you did. I love that story. You ladies. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, he's in a therapy session right now. It's probably really not a good idea for me to be like, hey, um, who, who, who are you? Are you? In 12th night? In 12th are you night, Sir you were, Anthony? I think maybe you. No, that was the guy who I who played my husband was Sir Anthony. Um, damn it. All right. I'll have to ask him later. He was really good. And that was another thing is like, you know, we had just started dating and, and I had to go see him act. Yeah. And in Shakespeare, I'm like, please don't suck. Please I know. Suck. Yeah, that's always that's always the risk where it's like, 
my my girlfriend she's an artist and when she first showed me her art i was like oh i hope this isn't terrible and then i was like oh you're super good you're super talented yep i was like because i can't keep dating you i because i can't keep lying to you i can't i can't encourage you to do something that you're very bad at right yeah i can't live that life no so fortunately (laughs) i didn't have to but um so yeah so we, we we got to talking about that you know and i immediately called my friend who worked uh, at DDB with him. And I'm like, I need you to find yeah. out about this person. He's like, that guy, everyone keeps confusing me for that guy because we're both tall. <laughs> and that's it. Is that all you got? Is that, is that all you have on him? <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, and then we went on our first date, uh, December 15th, 2002. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we're coming up on 20 years now. So that, wow. uh, yeah. From, from the red line. Oh my God. And who asked, did you, ask him how did the how did the date come like how did you pop the question or did he finally ask you or we exchanged email addresses (laughs) um again early internet where that was like you won't get lost in spam this is probably fine yeah uh because otherwise you're giving your home number your landline right personal absolutely not forward right uh so yeah uh, i think he did he he suggested and we went to moody's uh in chicago for our first date which was perfect um and uh, we had a lovely time, and I made sure to kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I relate. That happened to me uh, my first date with my girlfriend now, who I've been together for nine years. First yep. date, um, we went to a really nice dinner. Then we were drinking whiskey out on her porch, and we were watching these two lesbian neighbors have this really intense fight and they kept fighting and then making out and fighting. And we were just like, this is a soap opera. This is amazing. <laughs> and then there was also uh, some stray cats that were having a fight too. In the alleyway, there was Fantastic. just, it was just like, it was better than TV. And oh, then, yeah. and then she, she invited me into a room to like, give me this tie that I had left or that she had stolen from me one night. <laughs> and then I, we like started kissing and then I took off my shoes and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I thought we were going to get on the bed and I didn't want to get my shoes on your bed. And she was like, you're, we're not getting on the bed. Put your shoes back on. <laughs> Put your damn shoes on and get out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Oh, no. Full disclosure. We absolutely uh, we absolutely did that. We we did all of that. Uh, <laughs> shoes off and the whole thing. But then I was like, OK, get out. Get, now leave. <laughs> I don't I don't want you waking up here and either of us going, oh, no, because I think you're very lovely. Right. So right. get out. <laughs> Yeah, see, I didn't even get there. I just got two shoes off. And she was like, "What's? Mm-mm. what do you think you're doing? Why are you taking what your shoes hell? off? It's very presumptuous of you, thinking <laughs> I want to see your toes. Yeah, but I also just, I was, I didn't want to get my shoes on her. <laughs> you were trying to be polite. <laughs> it was presumptuous and polite at the same time. Right. I was very assuming, also very concerned about your duvet. Yeah, exactly. That's I just, I, I didn't want. I <laughs> so embarrassing putting the shoes back on. I guess I'll just, I'll just slip. they're not slip-ons too, so I gotta right, really so I gotta, untie and relace these. They're boots. <laughs> Hold on, they're dress shoes. It's yeah, thin they're laces. Knee, they're keep. knee-high boots that I gotta <laughs> lace all. They've got some uh, hook eyes. One second, I just gotta. <laughs> We're gonna be. I don't here why wear the buckles? Oh, stupid. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Forty-five minutes later. Okay, okay I think well, I'm ready. It's been fun. <laughs> I hope you have a, a good night and a clean bed. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Oh, what a meet, yep. cute, what a cute meet cute. It it was very cute. Uh, we um we we got engaged and then broke up uh, and then <gasps> moved apart. Um, yep, uh, we broke our our landlord's heart uh, when we told them um, because my 
landlords would not let me move in with my previous boyfriend. Uh, okay. Uh, they were hilarious, amazing people. Um, I just asked what the price of a two bedroom would be. And the patriarch of the family, Gus, was like, no, you, you don't want to do that. I was like, but why? I just want to know how much is. No, no. Gus, how much is the, no, you do mm -mm. that. And then mm -mm. something happens and you got, you got an apartment you can't pay for. Oh, something's good. Well, that's rude. Yeah. But also they would come in to do work and sometimes do my dishes. <laughs> um, I'm like, June, did you do the, well, they were just there. I just thought June. Presumptuous um, and polite. And polite. <laughs> oh God. They had to redo some pipes and like had to tear apart my closet at one point. And she's, and all of my shoes had been moved to under my bed. And she's like, those are a lot of shoes. You are those should, all your shoes? You should, you might have a problem. <laughs> Thanks June. <laughs> they came in to fix something one day and like, they didn't tell me and they bust in and they're yelling at each other. I'm like, Gus, you cannot talk to your wife that way at 10 o'clock in the morning in my house. Inside he, my bedroom. Inside my bed. And he just palms me a 20 and he's like, go get some breakfast. <laughs> you don't want to hear this. No. He, he brought me a table. He's like, I don't like that you don't know how to have a cocktail table. I'm like, what? <laughs> An air conditioner, a toaster. Things would just show up in my house. They were the greatest, weirdest landlords I've ever had. Really and, blurring the lines. Of. Oh, yeah. And then they met my husband and <laughs> instead of like, he would he would gesture for my ex because he was short, <laughs> and which I'm short, but he and so was Gus, but he was like, where's um, and he would like hold his hand up like short guy. <laughs> Yay. Hi. Right. I was like, what? And for my husband, he was like, where's Captain America? Oh, all right. <laughs> and then one day he's like, you need I a bigger approve. apartment. Gus he did. He's like, Gus approves. You may now continue your relationship. <laughs> he was like, you need a bigger apartment. I'm going to, I'm going to start showing you apartments. I'm like, okay. Um, and he did. He gave us a, I moved within the building, two gorgeous apartments in the same building. Just unbelievable. Cleanest building I've ever seen in my life. Did, um, did like Gus, 40 units. Did he make a speech at your wedding? Did he, feel, Sat, no, he should have. Uh, I should have invited the travelers, but no, he actually <laughs> passed away shortly after he oh. uh, uh, picked out our apartment. Um, oh gosh. So telling, you know, his his widow and and the daughter, like, I'm so sorry, but she's like, I can't believe it didn't work out. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. You need anything, you come back by either of you. We just love you so they were so sweet. You need anything except more shoes. Right? Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> enable you like that. <laughs> Concerned for you. Concerned, but and judgmental still. Oh. When they were trying to show the place, like they came in, looked at my bathroom, and she looks at the at the tub, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna have to come at that, but that'll be okay." I'm like, "I did no, mm, not enough. You did no. You gotta put your I'll... back into it. You need a little elbow grease in there. I mean, if you tried, it's worse than my mother." <laughs> So we, we broke up for a bit uh, and we moved apart. We got back together very quickly, but we stayed living apart because we had already made arrangements it's a long time. <laughs> yeah. And this was working out pretty well. Uh, so our uh, save the dates for when we got re-engaged, which was also very cute, mm -hmm. um, just said in very pretty script, it just said seriously on them. Since we <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Ser seriously. No, Ser we're, we're, we're going to do it this time. Yeah. When I told my mother um, the second time we got engaged. She was like, oh, well, good. I was like, well, excuse me? She's like, well, if you weren't going to marry him, I was going to. I'm like, Do you, really, mom? 
And yes, my mother was a 50 year smoker from Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> not to be confused with the Satan lady. They're very right, different right. people. Yes, yes. Um, we were doing uh, a, the only production that I directed for the theater company that I ran for like 12 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of the show, my husband was supposed to propose to a woman that he doesn't really know. He had uh -huh. just been talking to her in the lobby all night in this small town. Right. You know, so like, so you're going to marry me or what? And she's like, no, I don't think so, Mr. Faber. He's like, all right. You know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and the whole, and it was a dress rehearsal because no man I would marry would ruin a fucking performance by proposing to me in the middle. No one paid for that. Right. No one wants to see that. It's, that's a selfish move. <laughs> it's a very selfish move. Yeah. Like just no one, no one here cares. Yeah. I came to see the show. What are you doing? If you, if you do it on one show, then you have to do it every show. And then you have right? to recreate that kind of emotion and that discovery every time. And our, our future is based on a performance. It's on a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie. Uh, so it was a dress rehearsal. Uh, and there was like two minutes left of the play after he proposes. And he told the people that it would affect. <laughs> but the whole night, all my notes are like, why the fuck is your character so fucking chipper? <laughs> like he's this disheveled businessman who's just very down on his luck and i'm like man a little yes. pep in your step yeah tone it down come on you're supposed to be bitter and jaded and you're just like boop, boop, boop. <laughs> why I did you know. why did you sing half of your lines <laughs> did you skip just now i think you did <laughs> clearly that was a pot of beret as you exited the stage and i do not approve uh, so he, he asks, you know, is he going to marry me or what? And she's like, no, Mr. Faber. And he said, that's all right. I have someone else in mind. And he walks out and to me and, and drops to a knee. I was like, oh no, I didn't know. No, don't read these notes. <laughs> Did you have notes on the proposal? I copious, copious notes. No, I stopped at that point And I told him, I think he was trying to get out of those notes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty adorable. It was pretty. Oh, it was pretty cute. Um, that is, yeah. that's sweet. I know. No it's, notes. No, no notes, notes on the proposal. No notes. Uh, you know, he was going to do it on the train, but there was too much uh, pee. <laughs> too many. And someone was smoking. Yeah, so. too many Satanists. And <laughs> they were having a convention, and we just yeah. didn't want to. He could have done it. He could have pressed the button and been like, "Hear ye, hear ye, all <laughs> you know, travelers on this train." Here is the person I would like to spend the rest of my days with in car 5417. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. This is my stop. We gotta, like, stop pressing the buttons. It's for the conductor. <laughs> right. I'm trying to see the cops game. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, those are, those are, I mean, that's kind of my mashup of this, of what the CGA gave us all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a roller coaster. You never know what you're going to get on the, on the CTA. No, and for a while, their slogan was absolutely unironically, take it. Take it. CTA, <laughs> take it. I'm like, did anyone think this? Oh, I bet you did think this through. It's the same, yeah. it's the same uh, company that was, was doing the, the slogan for South Dakota, which what, they had a meth problem, and their slogan was, meth, we're on it. <laughs> uh I mean, yeah, 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 it's true. It's very true. Why it's just you and a couple of bison right now. <laughs> That's it. We're, we're on it. We're on it. Yeah. You, you want to be on it too? You come you again, wanna... come visit from the Sioux Falls. You, you, you don't need teeth. Let's go. We're on it. We're on it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, and then, so now it's been almost 20 years, right? Or yeah. has it been 20? That's It'll be 20 beautiful. in December. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
Hell yeah. You guys should yeah, go gotta... for a ride on the on the train. <laughs> We're going to go back to Chicago, get yeah. on the train, yeah. push the button, see what happens. All right. That'd be fun. I mean, why not? Honestly, yeah. I, I go back to Chicago a lot, so that we'll, we'll, we'll have to or you just could, add that in there. You could uh, you could bring back the play that you guys were doing. We could. I did love that show. I yeah. truly did. Um, not a lot of other people did, but I thought it was yes. great. <laughs> Remount it. Remount Re- the show. <laughs> get the cast back together. Come on. We're getting the band back together, everybody. Let's, let's do it. It's a depressing show about a small town. Let's go. <laughs> Our town? Uh, no, American Notes. Um, okay. Yeah. Not familiar. Very, very weird, uh, wonderful, kind of just small town Americana kind of show. Oh, I love it. And uh, it was like just little bits. And what I loved is our set designers actually built these little platforms, these little wagons that just kind of moved in and out. So they were oh. very detailed because it was like just a chair with a bunch of shit surrounding it. Yeah. Just this little bit of a bar. Um. So they just kind of moved in and out of this small town. And I loved Very it. Cool. I just loved it. Yep. Um, I got I to read that. I'm always looking for. I, I just read. Um, I did this in college, but just came back to Bob Rauschenberg, America, the Chuck Me play. Which I, if you haven't read, it's also oh, yeah. it's a very much a little slice of Americana and it's a lot of little vignettes. And um, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably I'm going to guess because it's Charles Me. It's probably a little better. Than... <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he's the most performed playwright, living playwright, because he makes everything public domain. He just, put, he just says, do my plays for free. I don't care. So. That's definitely a good call. We yeah, uh, we produced a show once. We were just talking about this. It was a Clive Barker play. Okay called Frankenstein in love. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I look back at that and went, Oh no, uh, there was a lot of problems there, but <laughs> Clive Barker knew that it was so difficult to do that. The rights were a dollar. Oh, <laughs> good like, luck. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's like, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way There's to so do it. So much blood. Yeah. So it's like blood. you got to buy all these wedding dresses <laughs> and cover them in blood. It's a dollar. Uh-uh. So many parts, so many baby yeah. parts. Um, we were calling a place called Dapper Cadaver, uh, uh, ordering the dismemberment special. I've been there. Have you really? Yeah. Oh, the, it, the, it, there's one in in the valley in Los Angeles. In That's San where you ordered from, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've been there. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a the, wild, I mean, the, wild place. It's, in, it's impressive. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can only imagine going in there. I can't remember why. Oh, we were renting a, a, um, a coffin. For for a sketch, (laughs) like you do, (laughs) we were shooting a sketch that was uh, it was a three sixty video POV. Oh yeah, of uh, of you being the the person in the (laughs) you being the dead person. Nope, absolutely not (laughs) in the coffin. And then it was this like (laughs) this parade of your family members and ex girlfriend (laughs) or whatever all showing up and and like. It's confessing horrible things and crying and you know it's just this shit show okay, funeral that I, i'm here for that just not the lowering into the ground part let's not do that no no that wasn't in there i mean the the i was the creepy priest and there was a closing of the coffin at the end of it okay. but <laughs> but yeah that's why that's why we went to dapper Canaver. yeah uh it would just have people gnawing on arms and things <laughs> yeah, a lot um, of severed severed limbs so aliens and Yep. It's, it's really impressive what they do there. This episode is brought to you by Dapper Cadaver. <laughs> right. Who wants to sponsor now. us? Dapper Cadaver. <laughs> um, let's play a little bit of uh, first, first, last, best, worst. Let's. Yes. 
Why don't we do worsts and we do okay. all we run through the gamut of worsts. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay, so worst job. Okay. See now there's there's like a tie faction, right? <laughs> um it's gonna have to probably be my first one though. Mm-hmm. Uh because it was telemarketing. Um and it was telemarketing to businesses across the country selling ads with uh PSAs attached oh my God. for their local radio station. So like Hello? I'm calling Decatur, Georgia, yeah, going through the yellow pages, and there's a book of like um of of PSAs, you know, back to school is like safety. Right. And uh <laughs> domestic abuse is real popular right now. Right. Um and and then you got here's the ad for an automotive company. Here's the ad for and you're gonna read this whole fucking thing if you can get to it. <laughs> and I am 15 years old in a windowless smoke-filled office of harassment and bad coffee. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can learned... smell that office right now. Right? Like, I can taste it. You can. Yeah, uh, and also there's just like depression in the air, you know. Oh, oh, it's yellowing the walls more than the smoke. Like it's, <laughs> it, and then you're writing your your sales on a on a whiteboard, you know, oh, like it's, it's got this sad Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross <laughs> with none of the wealth. Right. Um, you know, you're selling Phoenix, Arizona, and you're like, and that's brought to you by Mike's Auto Supply, where service is more than a word, it's a fact. It's a fact based on the care we place in satisfying each one of our customers. Like, you're going to get through that whole thing. Oh, man. And then you're like, whew, Mike, that was a mouthful. So what do you say? You got 30 <laughs> seconds for four ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 I didn't have a lot of a soul left at that point. Um yeah. And there wasn't much to squash, but I did start drinking coffee. Uh, right <laughs> I thought you started drinking alcohol. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too far behind. And then I started a second job at a, at a casual corner at the mall. But I had to keep all of my clothes for it upstairs and keep my hair tightly pulled back because of the smoke smell. Right. <laughs> so I wouldn't show up. Reeking. Uh huh. <laughs> casual um, corner. Oh, casual corner is a is a place in a mall <laughs> where when you pick out an item of clothing, yeah. I have to find you ten items to mix and match with it. Wow! Mm-hmm. You get all the outfits. So many shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, sounds kind of like a blouse barn or something. <laughs> it's like a blouse barn. It's <laughs> a a slack stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be sort of a khaki corner too. You know, <laughs> a dress depot. <laughs> Uh, how long did you last at the at the telemarketing job? Longer than I should have. Um, <laughs> a couple years, and wow. they let me take the job to college. I was able to take phone books with me from these places <laughs> to college, <laughs> so I could make some extra money. As though any, and I have to record when I'm selling, like you know, with a tape recorder, yeah. and you have oh to tell God. them that you're doing it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't sell anything. Where are those tapes now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm concerned. I should find them. Uh, I could not sell the uh, the South. No, I could sell some of the South. I had mm. to fake an accent. I could not sell the West Coast to save my life. I could sell I could sell the East Coast. I talked too fast. Mm. Um, I had to change my name. My maiden name is Feuerstein. Uh huh. Um, they knew that people around the country would not like that. That's yeah. That's a, a depressing fact. Yep. So mm. I had to be Corey Peters. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to, I feel like a lot of times, especially with Indian telemarketers, they choose like president's names. <laughs> They'll be like, hello, I'm John Adams. And, uh, you know, it's like, 
You're like, you're that's, not. That's no. a, okay. Pick Why'd you one. pick that one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could say that for any president you choose. Why Why that one? And I'm Tyler Polk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was Tyler Polk? Was, was his name Tyler? Or is no, it? No, James, James, James K. Polk. Yeah, I was, but the president before Polk was was Tyler. I think. Oh, that's yeah. why so I you just combine them. them. Yeah, Tyler Polk, Taylor, and Fillmore. That's my. Those are my names. <laughs> I'm John F. Taft. Are you? I don't think that's I, right. <laughs> Washington and Adams, Jefferson and Madison. That is. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> um, okay, Johnson. so so okay. that's the worst. That was the worst job. Yeah. Now, I was also a singing, dancing waiter on, on the cruise ship uh, on, the, <laughs> on the Spirit of Chicago, uh, and you knew it was time for the show when our black and white vest got flipped around to be Gold LeMay. Oh, mama. <laughs> that sounds like the best job. I mean, it kind of was for a little while. I, I can't lie. <laughs> I've also been a singing waiter, uh, <sighs> and I definitely enjoyed my time. I enjoyed the singing aspect of the waiting. I liked the singing yes. part more than the serving. Oh, there absolutely. Was, there was this one guy, I worked at this restaurant called Cieno Trattoria in, uh, in Venice. And they, they come around once a night or twice a night and we sing That's Amore. And all the waiters come around with glasses and they cheers the guests basically to get them to drink more. <laughs> sure. um, but we're all drinking Diet Coke or whatever. Like we're not, you know, drinking wine. Good. But And then when we would sing Happy Birthday, we'd sing it in Italian. And I remember Lovely. the first time I went out to sing it, I, I went up and I did the, the harmony and this waiter came back and he was like, he had been there a while and he was like, Hey, did you do the, did you do the high harmony on the, on the happy birthday? And I was like, Oh yeah. He was like, that's my harmony. Oh, and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that's uh, I do the high harmony. And I was like, that's oh. okay. Um, get the, get the fuck out of my note. <laughs> get the fuck off my harmony. <laughs> and I was note. like, well, it's not yours. It's a harmony. It belongs to the universe. So fuck off. <laughs> fine i'll find a fifth what do you think about that yeah. <laughs> come in don't i, I will dissonant the fuck out of this court just, watch this. we just keep trying to one-up each other and get higher and higher like birthday until <laughs> <laughs> one of you just suddenly makes it minor and you're like ah oh god you really i will really butcher that song. this <laughs> italian version of happy birthday is gross it's dark it's real dark minor. I, I feel sad yeah Please yeah i did slaughter it. So many pop tunes that I can't hear anymore without like thinking of a lot of three point turns um, or like clapping with the mic in your hand. You know, oh, yeah. You're just clapping your wrist. Right. <laughs> okay. So that's the worst job. Let's go yep. to, let's go worst kiss. Oh yeah. Um, it was, it was an early one. Um, mm, yeah, naturally. And uh, you're like, it was the last one that I had. It yeah, it was, it's, uh, it was just in the other room and yeah. um I don't know how to tell my husband uh, that he's terrible at this. Um, <laughs> was, uh, I had just moved um, to Melrose Park. And, you know, like, so I think I had like a neighborhood boyfriend for a second, mm -hmm. you know, and as a new kid, that was exciting. It was before, like, I started school and I thought he was so nice. How and, old are we? Uh, we are, uh, let's see, we're like 13. 1814. Okay. So, great. so eighth grade ish, yeah. middle so school like, yeah. to high school. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, into high school. Like, right, not right. first ever, but like first, like, I feel grown up now kind yeah. of thing. You know, right. I'd had middle school boyfriends. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know, I'm new kid. This is adult time now. So, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I was bad. I, I avoided him. <laughs> uh, I did not want to see him anymore because yeah. 
it was like a Labrador just uh, really loved your face. So it was and like, too much. It, it's a little Demi Gorgon esque, right? Um, just it's a lot going on, <laughs> like just the whole face. And I was like, ah, that was bad. I did not like. I'm so damp on my face. You need <laughs> a full towel wiped just, down after that. How did you do that? How did you even enclose your mouth? He's over- like, I unhinge my jaw. That's like my move. <laughs> That's and what when I, I do. Kiss, that's like my uh, specialty. You know, I'm just going to swallow you whole like Diana taking down a hamster yeah. in V. Like it's yeah, he's great. Like, you ever seen Blade 2? That's kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, my lower jaw just kind of just, fully just separates. <laughs> I felt ter- he was such a nice kid too. And I was like, I and I kept avoiding him. And he's like asking my friends like, where is she? How come she's not around? Um, I don't know where she is. Like I totally chickened out. I did not tell him like. I, I can't get stuff. You. Yeah. You don't want to break his, you know, his young, fragile heart. You know? I know. And, but I did anyway, by completely <laughs> avoiding him forever. But that may have been the, the better move than the I brutal so. honesty of him being a terror. But uh, who knows? Maybe he kept kissing like that to, to this day. Maybe nobody's told him. Maybe. So no, no one was just like, you know, shook themselves off like a dog after a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Please Why is my that. hair wet? <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, his breath wasn't horrible, so at least there was that. That's but I mean, but since I was wearing it, yeah. so <laughs> I can smell your teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the worst okay. kiss for sure. Yep. Okay, let's do one more. Let's say, what about party? Is worst party a possible one? I mean, there's always a bad party, right? Like, yeah. there's there's the party that I lied to my mother that I said I wasn't going to, that I went to. Right, right. Uh, you know, that my mother, who never locked the door in Melrose Park, locked the door because she knew I was going to come home late because she knew I was going to lie. <laughs> um, Smart. You know, right? Where I tried to drink beer with college kids and uh, threw up a lot. Here we go with the throwing up. Um, right, right. I would say because of the aftermath. Uh, no, that wasn't the one I threw. Uh, in, <laughs> that that was pretty bad, but in college uh, there was one across the street mm-hmm. um, that I went to, and I, I think the party itself was fine, maybe. Right. Um, but I, I it did, was my behavior that was terrible. Yeah, it's when I woke up covered in my own vomit that was yeah. like that's that's bad, that's not good. Oh no no no, the one that I threw, I wound up crying at the end. Okay, so <laughs> so we decided to throw a party. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had a terrible apartment. And, and this is in college. Yeah. Okay. And there's the guy who always made the jello shots at his parties, right? Yeah. Like, this yeah. dude's jello shots are legendary. Our standards yeah. were so low. Um, <laughs> and he gave me his recipe, right? Also, kids now don't understand that when we used to have edibles at parties, you had no idea how much weed was in them. Now everything's yeah. so, like, scientifically dosed out. And yeah. you know exactly how much is, but you would eat a brownie and just be like, well, like, good luck. <laughs> good luck to me. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> like you- there could have been a pound of weed in that thing. I don't know. <laughs> My, I might be in the hospital. I really don't know. I just <laughs> took ecstasy from someone in a bathroom at a club in London. Hope yeah. I live. Right. <laughs> I did. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> uh so true. I remember like guarding all of the poppers for people to do uh, the nitrous at, at parties. I'm like, well, how many have you had? And yeah. when's the last time you had one? Well, no, you're not ready. How much oxygen have you breathed in between nitrous? <laughs> I can't have you brain damaged at yeah, this thing. I'm, you got to breathe I'm, some more oxygen. So no, take a little no. oxygen break. I'll come back around. It was so um, weird. Every high school party I went to, there was a NAS tank and I was just like, this is normal. This is what we do. Why? <laughs> I don't know. 
What's so, wrong with us? So dumb. We had to go to the adult bookstore to ask them for cartridges. Like, what the fuck? Jesus. Why? I mean, the fact that those are even there. Like, we, yeah. we didn't know. This is normal. No. <laughs> Uh, so the dude, to his credit, was like, you want to make the first batch really strong to warn everyone so right. they act accordingly. And I was like, yeah. cool, good, good to know. <laughs> he was talking about vodka, and I made them with Everclear because oh. <laughs> I was college sophomore trash. Oh, my God. <laughs> in addition to buying a brand new trash can to make punch in. Well, just, that's that's kind that you at least got a new one that you didn't just like one. wash out the old one yeah that yeah i thought that would <laughs> yeah i'd like it and the universe was like don't drink because every time i tried the first time i put my cup in the punch thing there was a hole in my cup the second time someone was walking upstairs and literally kicked my cup out of my hand uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like what the fuck man yeah um i did wind up no, that didn't happen yet. It wasn't until my junior year that I threw up so hard I peed. That was that was later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. There was some some dude I liked who wasn't there or interested or something. Who can say? Mm-hmm. And I'm newly on birth control and out of my mind on hormones. I have no idea what's wrong with me. Yeah. And I'm just sobbing outside <laughs> by myself. And the most pathetic, hilarious moment. Um, and I knew it at the time, but it just gets funnier to me as I get older is I felt an arm around my waist to comfort me as I cried. And I was like, Oh, and I look at it. It's just a stray cat wrapping itself. Oh, my- <laughs> probably giving me fleas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course you're not a person, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for being here. But that's really nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> My friend came to visit, passed out in my bed, uh, had the kid. Oh, it was a tie dye party, too, because we're very stupid. And the wait, the, where you wear tie dye things or where you were tie dyeing things? Oh, God, what a mess. Right? What's wrong with you? Let's get super drunk and then like play with dye. Yeah. Uh, and let's have the fiddler from the current production of Fiddler on the Roof put his head in the dye sink. Oh, no. Like just smiling, going, dink. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, boy. No, wait. Oh, oh shit. Oh, That's not going to come out. No, it, it didn't. <laughs> so I think just for the sheer train wreck <laughs> that I was, I'll call that, I'll call that the worst one. I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, is there any moral to all of these stories? <laughs> is there some through line, some thread? That uh, uh, we can tie it all together. Uh, just don't be trash. It's like, don't <laughs> try not to be a complete mess at these things. And maybe it won't be terrible. Yeah. Um, and just, you never know where, where love will, will rear its head. That's whether, true. Whether it's a future husband or right. a stray cat. You don't know. You don't you know don't who's, know. who's out there ready to love you. It yeah. could be uh Satan lady. <laughs> it could be your future husband yeah uh you know i I will say on a a random party Mm -hmm. um i was waiting tables and i was training so all the tips you know go to the person that's training you right right on your last they're shadowing you on the last day i had the last table was a table full of drunken british businessmen great and they were right and they were closing down the place 
they were incensed when they found out that the tips were not going to me. I'm like, mm. it's fine. This is just how it works. No, They're like, no I, love. No, no you've love. Done a bang up job. Like, no, it's got to go to you. This is brilliant. You've done a brilliant job. <laughs> and brilliant. this is this is absolute, absolute rubbish. Yeah. Um, so he's like, what are, you, what are you doing Saturday night? I'm like, I am not <laughs> going anywhere with you. He's like, no, 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 no. And he hands me three temporary tattoos. Okay. And he says, I want you to take these. These are your tickets to this party. Okay. And I'm like, right. sure they are. <laughs> but I call two of my friends. I'm like, here's something that could be a complete mess. <laughs> yeah. And so we put the tattoos on. And sure enough, it's a big uh, party for their software company in the mm. middle of Soldier Field <laughs> with a giant tent and fireworks with Donna Summer and Blood, Sweat, and Tears performing. Oh, my God. And they're like, look, it's a waitress from the other night. Hello, 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 hello. Hi. What a fun, what a fun, uh, if, screw wristbands. Temporary tattoos are way better, like, right? ticket to the party. Way better. More fun. Yeah. Probably somehow economically friendly or yeah. uh, environmentally friendly. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't yeah. know, but Smart. we're doing that. I like it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Be open. Yeah. Try not to get too messy. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the that's it right there. Be open. <laughs> try not to get too messy. That's it. I'm gonna. I want that on a poster hanging in my office. Yeah, I, I need it with a stray cat and a <laughs> and a homeless woman and uh a, like a handsome Captain America. Yes, it's like a kitten in a tree <laughs> pushing a. a yeah, a Captain America is like throwing a shield right at the the unhoused woman. Just, ah, yeah, Satan. Yeah, but she's got Satan powers. She this does. is going to be an awesome. If anybody listening is a graphic designer and wants to make, this, we <laughs> will make post this. it. We will post it to our Instagram. Please send it. And I I will uh, sell it on my merch shop and make sure you get all of the proceeds. <laughs> Please. Awesome. Well, Corbett, thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, that about does it for this week's episode of Hashtag Storytime. Thanks again to Corbett for making time to come on the pod. Head on down to the description for all of those sweet, sweet links. Take a second right now and hit subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. We've got a Fable Family app coming at you, so give us a call at the Storytime hotline, 323-741-1873, and tell us your story, and we'll put you in the next episode. Seriously, give us a call. I, I dare you. Do it. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps us out a lot, and I literally read every single one. Hashtag Storytime is produced by iHeartRadio and Curativity Productions. Hosted by Will McFadden. Sound designed by Tony Maddox. Written by Will McFadden and Jason Shapiro. Produced by Jason Shapiro and Daniela Mora. Theme song by Scott Simons. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.